is the conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as lucid. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed! And England win on penalties! History in itself! You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Come on, take it quickly, Reggie! Yeah! Yes, he's back. No wonder he's in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get him by the way. Hello and welcome to episode 242 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett. Jack Harper and Alex Jones. Sean Shute is with us also today and will be later be joined by two other guests. It is the Big Prem Preview, one of the biggest pods of the year. How is everyone doing today? Phenomenal. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, great. Excellent. Yeah, um, it might go downhill for some of us as we talk football, um, but we'll get there for sure. Do we have to um, talk about something else? <laughs> Well, we got news of the week first to uh, lighten some spirits. Uh, just wanted to be on the record that <clears throat> I did ask West Ham fans to join us today. Neither made themselves available. One had the excuse of being on holiday. The other had the excuse of being hungover. So uh, both in the <laughs> same boat in my book. And uh, we'll follow that under the uh, ducking smoke category. Um, something I did actually discover the other day. I thought it was worth mentioning about Steve. For those of you that follow him on Twitter uh, and his various GSB out tweets he constantly does, the the one time he saw uh, Sullivan at a game, he got a selfie with him. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that. I just want that on the record. Uh, so Could have given him a swift GSB out afterwards. After no, the no, he looks happier to be in the picture than uh, the man himself. So. Uh, <laughs> There we go. Which is the one that looks more Mr. Watermix? Was it Gold or Sullivan? I don't know. Which is the one that looks a little worse for wear? It really depends on your taste, I think. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know how I'm judging these two. There's I also don't know like who, the person, who the person was you're referencing. That doesn't sound terrific. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put the picture in for you now before we get to the end of the week. Another one of these things that doesn't actually mean much to anyone that is listening to the pod, which is something I do fall into occasionally. But uh, well, are you? It worked quite well on our uh, Apocalypto pod when I showed Sean and Keenan Mel Gibson sneaking himself into the trailer. So there's the picture that I've just sent you all of uh, Steve with the owner. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> there he does look happy to be there. Yeah, that may be at Wadden Road actually. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. There we go. News of the week. Plenty to get. Why, into. why are they? Why are they doing the Wakanda forever? <laughs> Blimey! All right, we've got plenty to get into. I need to uh, zip through these. So, uh, Oxfordshire vicar 
sews his lips shut in protest against Rupert Murdoch. Okay. Alex, if you could have one person sew their lips shut, who would it be? <laughs> On certain days, Luke, you. <laughs> See, I had that down to ask earlier, and I had a pre-bottle in mind, but I've forgotten what my response was, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, banked on you saying me or Sean um, but no you can't have, have that one uh, Indonesia say their Jurassic Park project is on track I don't these know people never done. learn there's, there's plenty of movies to prove as to why this is <laughs> yeah um, yeah but maybe this is the time that it'll be different you know maybe, maybe this is it uh, Woman sues McDonald's after complaining that a cheeseburger advert was so irresistible it caused her to break her fast during Lent. <laughs> uh, IKEA raffles off meatball-scented candles to celebrate Family Club's 10-year anniversary. Nice. Two brothers killed by a train while laying flowers on the track on the one-week anniversary of their other brother who was killed by the same train. <laughs> what a choice. No, that's true. You can uh, look that up yourself. Yes. Um, my favourite headline this week um, OJ Simpson says he avoids Los Angeles because he's scared to run into Nicole Brown Simpson's murderer. <laughs> Some nerve, that guy. Yeah. Um, I did see someone say he just must just avoid all mirrors then, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> The scientists are at it again. Uh, scientists tweak daddy long legs genes to create daddy short legs. <laughs> what? Don't know what they're getting out of that, but there you go. Five parrots are separated at a UK zoo after encouraging each other to swear at guests. Brilliant. That is great. Right at the back of the class. 84-year-old German man is convicted for owning a World War II tank and fined €250,000. He's ordered to sell it within two years. Do you reckon he could sell it for more than what his fine was? Well, imagine him just popping down the shops in a tank. <laughs> that would definitely make it worth it if he's just cruising around. Uh, <laughs> man sues doctors after being admitted for a circumcision and waking up with an amputated penis. <laughs> um, they actually discovered a cancer um, during the operation and kind of said, while we're here, and took it off. Oh, well, we're here. <laughs> I, uh, have any of you been under the knife for like an operation before? Yeah. Where are we going here? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what freaks me out. I'll tell you what freaks me out. So when I was in there with my arm, they, bearing in mind it was, you know, it's like properly wrapped up. It, it, well, it couldn't have been more obvious which is the arm that I'm is broken. Up. <laughs> they before before they before they send you into the the room and put you under sort of in this waiting area and they had to draw on in a black marker they drew an arrow on me to point to the broken arm and i was like i really don't think that's necessary <laughs> surely they must know sorry another great headline pig the size of a mini horse was finally lured back home with some Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> was it to Green Bank? <laughs> Give up my address on the pod. <laughs> he meant uh, Green Shank. That's what you get if you come down <laughs> these parts, sure. 
man charged after deliberately farting during a strip search and saying, how'd you like that? <laughs> and finally, 315 pound man is arrested with 40 bags of heroin and crack found hidden in his belly button. What? How big is his belly button? Yeah, what? Don't read past the headline. Right. We've seen what we've seen what can be hidden elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So uh, nothing shocks me anymore. You know, I think news of the week has just desensitised me to the horrors of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. So what we'll be doing today is going through kind of I always feel bad saying the main teams. Um. And talking about the season that's ahead, the good, the bad. I've got this broken up into uh, sections. So we'll have Dan joining us in a second. He's an Arsenal fan, not been on the pod before. Uh, so we'll talk about the, the main questions that we have ready to go in. Uh, then we'll have Goff joining us, where I have a selection of statements in which he'll have to uh, give us a strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree, essentially not sitting on the fence. Uh, then we've got the similar task for Sean and Alex. We'll talk about Chelsea's chances, Lukaku coming in, Liverpool's expectations and uh, how Van Dijk is going to return. Top six predictions, Aston Villa's business, top scorers, best signings, all of that kind of thing that we usually do on the uh, Big Prem preview. So I will just, if this works, add Dan now. I feel like I'm a proper radio DJ when uh, we start doing this. Even more when we had uh, Connor on the phone. Prime on 66. The, car. Yeah. That, that, was, that was great. We need more of that. Especially bearing in mind he was saying that Declan Rice is better than Kante. That's pure 606 behaviour. <laughs> Alright, Dan, you can Hello. go on uh, just audio if you want. Save, uh, get your internet sorted. Well, not yours, everyone's. So we can see you. Oh, can you not see me? No, we can, but we just do it on audio, so... Uh, oh, OK. Well, yeah, that point in here, sometimes uh, um, some internet connections are worse than others, so uh, yeah. don't want to be cutting anyone Lovely to see you. There Lovely to see you, though. <laughs> That's all right. You've basically just told me I'm fuck ugly, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've said worse on here. So I've just kind of uh, introed things. Uh, you're an Arsenal fan, obviously, much like me for uh, our sins. Met you at a game... Two years ago, maybe. I think it was about two years ago. Was it Brentford? Yeah. Brentford. It was a league. It was a league cup game. I know that yeah. for sure. Um, and so essentially, now we do this every year. Preview. I'm usually a bit more optimistic than I am now. Yeah. But uh, I'll ask you a set of questions. We'll give our opinions, and uh, we'll go from there. So easy one to start, or maybe not so. What would you consider to be a success this season for Arsenal? Um, <clears throat> I would say um, score a lot more goals compared to last season and uh, simple as win more football games uh, and comfortably um, rather than rather than um, sort of leave it at a draw. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? Just, just win games yeah, comfortably so by. Arsenal fans have something to rave about rather than complain all the time. Because let's face it, 60% of the time, we're always complaining, but that's because we're not performing. We haven't done for the last two years, uh, three we, years even. We kind of took it for granted under Wenger, didn't we? Um, and I know that gets kind of thrown in our faces a lot. Yeah. I'm not sure Wenger would do much better with this side. But basically, the big 
the big six record was thrown in our faces, but you could go into a game with Burnley on a Saturday and think, all right, we're going to have score three, four, five goals here. Yeah. And I think the only time we've done that is we had a brief moment against uh, West Brom uh, last yeah. season where we looked like... That was Kieran Tierney, is Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah Smith, yeah, yeah. Rowe and Saka. Yeah, I remember that. That was snowing. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember. Yep. great game. Great. Um, also, so what, what would you consider to be a failure for Arsenal this season? Um, I think if we don't sign anyone else and we don't manage to get rid of the dead wood, um, I think that's a big, big failure in my in in, uh, in my eyes. I think if we don't get rid of dead wood like Elneny um, and Bayerin um, uh, and and a list of other players, the list goes on and on for me. Yeah. I think if we don't get rid of them, we don't get our money's worth. Um, and we don't sign anyone else, um, especially an attacker and uh, and a goalkeeper, backup goalkeeper. Um, yeah, it, I I just don't see it as as a successful season. But I don't know. I just feel like the the, the team hasn't changed. Um, uh-huh. We've added some added some quality in areas, but um, will they shine in the Premier League? That remains to be seen. Uh, preseason is preseason. Yeah. What What do you think of who we've signed so far? So we through the door confirmed we've got Ben White. Uh, Albert Sambi Laconga and Nuno Tavares. So back up left back, back yeah. up midfielder. It looks like he could start on Friday <clears throat> and obviously Ben White. I um I really like what I've seen of Nuno uh, Tavares. Um I think he's I think he's, he looks like an athlete. Um and he looks uh, pretty pretty aggressive going forward, which I like. I haven't seen too much defensively. Um, but he looks he looks like he could be a player. But again, it's sort of you, you can't really gauge it off preseason games because you're not really playing. I mean, we haven't played Premier League teams, have we, this preseason? I don't think. Um, oh, yeah, unless yeah. I don't know the better. Yeah, but well, we've got a Spurs fan and a Chelsea fan in here, so that's <laughs> uh, so all. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I, oh, yeah, of course, no, Jesus Christ, no, we played. Yeah, ignore that. Um, yeah. Oh, that was shocking. Um, I went to the game That's yesterday. I That's so you bad. Were, uh, Do you know what, just, it, is? what it is? Just you know overlooking it. it. I, I've got, I've got, I've gotten used to forgetting about games after I've seen. Yeah. So take, take that how you yeah. will. But um, Nuno looks really good. Yeah, um, with with him, he reminds me. Um, and Jack will probably remember this because the Community Shield, as we know, a very prestigious fixture. But he reminds me of Kalasanach. The first time we saw him was when he came on uh, against Chelsea in the Community Shield. Mm. And he was down the side I was on, and he was like an absolute maniac, yeah. bombing up and down the left hand yeah. side. And Tavares looks a bit like that. Hopefully, he's a bit better defensively, yeah. but uh, he's, getting, he's yeah, on a lot less wages. It's all about finding finding the balance. The balance yeah. because Kieran Tierney is is such a credit to any team's attack, um, and defensively backs it up as well. I just I worry that Nuno hasn't got it in him because most of his highlights that I saw before it signed were just assists, assists and goals. Um, Not too much defensive work. But like I said, he looks like an athlete. He's a big boy. He's six foot one, I think, or six foot. Um, He looks pretty fast. So whether it works defensively, yeah, remains to be seen. Um, But Ben White, Ben White looks looks good in every game at the moment. He hasn't really done a lot wrong. Um, I thought his first game was tremendous. Um, and uh, yesterday he looked good as well. Yeah, he did look very good. He, he sort of uh, he read the play well, um, and I think they struggled at times to get to get past him. He was always he always seemed to be in the right place at the right time, which is obviously what you need. Um, yeah, centre back. But um, Sambi Lukonga, 
I like what I see. Um, I don't think he's offered a lot going forward at the moment. I think... Um, yeah, I didn't really notice him yes yesterday. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't do a lot wrong, so I can't yeah. criticise him when he hasn't done he's anything. Wrong. Any. Uh, he's still a, he's still a, he's still a young lad. He's he's like Nuno. I think Nuno's twenty or twenty one. Yeah, and, uh, he's he's even younger. Yeah, but he uh, he looks like he he throws his weight about, which I like. Um, he's not afraid of a challenge. Um, yeah, I'm excited for him. Um, but I just I I, I would like to see. Um, someone come into the midfield or someone step up in the midfield in terms of goals and assists. So I'll ask you this and I'll ask Jack this question after about one of these players. So the main players we've been linked with for the rest of the window, if we signed James Madison, Aaron Ramsdale and Tammy Abraham before the window closed, would you call that a good or a bad window? Um, it depends. It depends how much we spend. Um and how much? Well, if we take the the kind of average rumored price, you're looking at sixty for Madison, Ramsdale for twenty five, and Abraham alone with forty million next season. I think that's a lot of money, um, especially when you don't sell. When you don't sell, I mean, yeah, we've sold Joe Willock. Um, sad to see him go. I know we'll get onto that, um, but. Uh, yeah, I think I think Tammy could be a good signing. Um, although I don't really like signing Chelsea players. Um, no, I've gone well previously. It's William's birthday today. That's is it? Piece. How old is he? Forty-three. Well, I saw one hundred and twenty on the thing for appearances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he plays like he's one hundred and twenty, mate. But, but yeah, um, the Ramsdale Ramsdale seems pretty strict. Like I was thinking, why aren't you going for Johnston at West Brom? I, I yeah, I can I completely agree. It's something to it's meant to be because of his age. So basically, Leno has made it pretty clear he's not going to be here beyond next season when his contract yeah. runs out. We don't seem too keen on extending it. But essentially, much like what happened with Martinez, nobody wants to come and buy Leno. Um, no. So Ramsdale. The thinking is, and the reason they're willing to pay this price, is that he has a year kind of bedding in, and then towards the end of the season, he takes over from Leno and is the new number one. Whereas, and they have resale value at the end of that. Mm. I guess with Johnston, they think that what is he, 28 now, 29, then by the time he's Arsenal number one, and then you know, resale value after. Um. Instead, you yeah. can have a garbage 24-year-old in goal instead. Hey, yeah. I didn't say it made sense. I'm saying yeah. this is what Arsenal think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It says a lot. They can put this rumour out for long enough that you become desensitised to how bad £25 million for Aaron Ramsdale really is. I, I mean, he did win Golden Glove in my FM save, so he has charm. <laughs> did they um, replace him with Donnarumma, though? Do you know what? I, I haven't, Seems fair. To be honest, I haven't actually seen a lot of Aaron Ramsdale. I know who he was. Um, Don't look before. at his highlight reel. <laughs> uh, I won. I won. I won. Um, yeah. Uh, I just. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I. If it was me, I would try and go for Anana or Anana, where his name is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's the more. He makes more sense to me. Um, mm. But the same with Sam Johnson. I mean, if you can get a solid three, four seasons out of a keeper that has proved himself, rather than getting a garbage twenty-four year old and paying twenty-five million for him because you think he'll be worth. Some mm-hmm. money in the future. I don't know. It just it makes Sam Johnston. They want 
around 14 million, supposedly. That's more than doable. More than easy. I'd, I'd yeah. snap him up now if that was the case. Mm. And I'd give, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd um, let him challenge against Leno. Um, I, w- I don't think we should sell Leno this window. I don't think we've got time now anyway. I don't but, think um, anyone wants him to be no, fair. That yeah. seems to be the issue. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But, um, we'll have to scoot on just because I know uh, we're yeah. short for time. No so we've got yeah. golf coming on as well. But we, we did agree to fee for Willock uh, to leave and that should go through by about Wednesday. Yeah. Um, happy, sad. I'm a bit sad. Um, I think I think um, there's more potential in in him than there is in a few other players. Um, so Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I've always been a fan of Ainsley, um, but I just don't think he's kicked on in the right way. I think we could have got we could have got ten to fifteen for him um, and kept Joe because Joe at the back end of last season for Newcastle scored eight goals on the trot. You just don't hear that. You just don't do it. It's not easy. I think um, if people wanted Maitland-Niles, then they'd become then he'd, he'd have been sold because he did that interview right at the start of the window and yeah, sort of talked himself out of a job, right. didn't he? But um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm sad to see Joe Willock go. Um, I, I hope he does really well at Newcastle, makes a name for himself because he deserves it. Seems to work hard in midfield, um, which I like. But yeah, I'm sad to see him go. Uh, who do you think should start the season alongside Xhaka? You got Lakonga or El Nani? Ah, Lukonga all day. Lukonga all day. El Nenny, uh, I mean, El Nenny's a sideways king. Um, And sometimes, sometimes, I don't know, I feel like defensively he lets himself down. I've seen Milk turn quicker than him. Um, So, yeah, uh, at the moment, I I would say uh, give Lukonga the shout over El Nenny. I can't believe I've got an El Nenny shirt. Yeah, that's the, the thing I always remember with uh, El Nenny is uh, we we had a pre-season friendly mm. back in in the Wenger days where we'd go to like China and uh, play on like, Saturday afternoon or something. That's a nice four five nil win. Mm. But we had a penalty shootout in one of the games. We won it, but El Nenny missed a penalty. And there's a clip of Ox chasing up behind him, and he's like. This is what I've been telling you. Mo Salah is the real king of Egypt. Obviously, <laughs> oh he that moves thereafter. <laughs> Love that. But we gave, didn't we give um, El Nenny a new contract? Last no, year? so he's got a year left. It he's was rumoured that we, apparently we offered it and he maybe thought he could get a better one and that hasn't happened. And now he's well, waiting for us to offer it again. Some nerve that. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think he is? Mm. King oh, of gosh. Egypt, clearly. But yeah. Who, no chance, who would you start alongside Ben White? Mm, I like the idea of um, Gabriel and uh, Ben White. Yeah, I think Pablo I, I mean, Mario, the, so Gabriel's out the start of the season, so I think yeah. that'll be the start. But I mean, so against Brentford, who would you start? Oh, um, um, after after witnessing what Pablo Mari did yesterday, um, some random dive and they scored. Um, I I would say Holden, um, to be honest. Um, yeah, Holden, Ben White. Um, I think they could develop quite a nice um, partnership. Uh, I'm not always the biggest fan of Holden, but yeah. After, I, was about, I was about to ask, where do you stand on him? Because that seems to split the fan base. Probably. Yeah, oh, sometimes sometimes I think he's, he's, he's brilliant. 
but then other times he's a donkey. So I just don't know. He's, Another one's so know. slow, isn't he? Times. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, he's very slow. So is um, Murray. Christ. Oh, Murray is unbelievably slow. But yesterday, Murray really, really pissed me off. Um, I, I don't know what he was doing when he just sort of hit the deck and um, the ball was put out to Son and Son put it home because he was only about 10, 15 yards away from the goal line. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Pablo Murray has looked good. I'd start Chambers there with him. Yeah, I mean, that's a shout. I mean, I, I like seeing I, Chambers at right back, to be honest. So that's why I, I agree, didn't mention But him. I trust Chambers more at centre. I trust Cedric more at right back than I do Murray or Holden at centre back. Yeah. I, see, I'm, I'm sort of on the fence about Cedric. Um, he's, he's not good, but a lot of the stick he got last season was when he got shifted to left back. Like yeah. he had an all right spell. Where I was like, this is a bit yeah. strange here. I, th- I th- he don't look strong enough for me. He really don't. He got yeah. bounced off the ball yesterday, I think, <laughs> two times, and it was just laughable. Um, whereas Chambers, Chambers is a big lad. Um, I like Chambers at right back. I think he offers something um, going forward, and defensively, I think he puts a shift in. Um, and Cedric, I think, again, he offers something going forward, but I don't think he backs it up defensively. Um, not for me, anyway. But, um, yeah, that's why I would say... Um, that's why I would say Holden and uh, and uh, Ben White. I wonder how much we'd pay for Bakary Sanya in today's market. Oh, my God. Ugh, hideous amount. Hideous. Yeah. Old when you look Bakary at Sanya. the price of, like, some other right-backs and the price they go for. Yeah, silly money. Um, all right, so... Big question then. Do you think Arteta makes it to the end of the season? Um, if he signs, if he signs a creative midfielder and uh, or or a striker, I think he needs to sign two more players of decent quality before we can sort of judge where he's going to be at the end of the season. I think it's going off what we've got in the squad. I can't see it now. I think he'll be gone. Um, because watching us yesterday was frustrating. I don't think we've got goals in us um, oh, at all. No. I think you're relying off 19-year-old kids. Abamyang, he, he just does. He looks like he's lost it to me. Lacazette um, is sort of on and off. Um, as good as he is, sometimes he doesn't score enough goals. Um, for, yeah, so for me, if we don't sign creative talent, attacking talent in this window, I can't see Arteta lasting because we'll just start losing games one nil, two nil. I worry that even if we do sign people, then uh, he's not making it to Christmas regardless. He, Which is, you don't want that. You want we, you don't want to. We keep to being told in. that uh, if he has a preseason, this that we look no better on the ball than we did last season. Mm. And with what you said about the age, there, yeah, we're, we're relying on a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old in Smith Rowe and Saka, Abamyang. He's a shot fighter these days. He's absolutely <laughs> shot to bits. Like, he's gone. Dear Lord. He's gone. He's still fast and he's still got some tricks in the bag. But at the end of the day, his job is to put the ball in the back of the net. And he is sort of our star man. We've just given he him. He hasn't even scored in pre season. <laughs> I know. I know. And we've just given him. Well, I mean, what? Last year we gave him a massive contract. Everyone thought oh, oh, yeah, he's yeah. going to bang us in another, another 20, 20 odd goals. But. He hasn't had a sniff. Obviously, he had some stuff going on in the background, but he looks half the player of what yeah, he was. He scored nine, nine Premier League goals uh, last season. Yeah, um, some of which were just tap-ins. You know, not even I can't credit that. To be fair, three of them were against Leeds. Yeah, um, there you go. Jeez, Özil, Özil, take two. 
right. <laughs> I'd start. I if I'm Arteta, I probably would start Lacazette on Friday. I would, yeah. I would. I'd drop a Bamiang. You need to get a reaction out of him because at the moment it seems like he's just getting. It's he, just playing a Bamiang because he's got him in the team, but he doesn't warrant. A start. I can't watch him on the left again. I can't. I yeah, can't go through that again. Yeah, you got to give him a kick up the arse somehow. Um, either play him up front, and if he doesn't score in the first game of the season, I drop him completely. Give Balogun a chance. Give the boy a chance. He's he That's looks. Then going to be. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's ideally you don't want to be relying on a twenty-year-old kid making his debut for to be no, kind of leading the line. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not. But I feel like. If you if one of your main strikers isn't scoring, then what's the next best uh, what's the next best option to use the next yeah, striker yeah. down? Which is which is either Eddie, um, try Gabby up that. top. I'm a big right, fan of Gabriel. Right when we're trying to sell him. Yeah, I just I uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a massive fan of Eddie. Um, but if if Ober's not scoring, then you just got to try new things. You got to keep experimenting, give people a kick up the arse, and I think Ober needs that. If would you? If um, these are the prices, so if you were offered Erdegaard for 40 or Madison for 60, which one do you take? Um, Madison's injury record worries me um, and his attitude as well. Um, With with Mr. Non-Negotiables in charge. Yeah. uh, For me, I think um, Odegaard over Madison. Um, I I do like Madison. I I think he's a player on his day. His injury record um, worries me, and his attitude—he's meant to be a bit of a bad boy off the pitch, um, which I don't. Which I, I he's don't had know. a kid now to settle him down. It'll be all good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, if we if we get him, I'll be happy. If we don't, I won't be unhappy. But I I'll, I just want an attacking midfielder. I want a war. I, we, we, I mean, if he's going to be twenty million, twenty five million, we, do it. I, I don't feel we're getting him. The the um, <laughs> I think we'd have heard some of by now. Something was picked yeah. up in the scouting in the year between <clears throat> us going for him and now. But it's like we were willing to offer 100 million for Thomas Lamar one window, and a yeah. window later we weren't even interested at all. So That's there's strange. something gone on there. Yeah. What is your top six prediction? Um. Oh. Well, it, as it stands, with what we've done in the window, I don't think we're going to get top six. Um, I think I, I, you're asking me in terms of other teams where they're going. Yeah, to yeah, them. yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say I fancy Chelsea to do really well this season. I'd say it'd be either between them and Man City for first. Um, I'll put. I'll go with Man City first. I'll go Chelsea second. Um, I fancy Man United to have a better season. I think they'll come um, third. I think Leicester fourth. I think Tottenham fifth. Um, and I think Liverpool will crash this season. Um, just got a funny feeling. I think they could come sixth from we're outside of the top six yet again. <laughs> That's my prediction. All right. All right. <clears throat> yeah. um, hopefully, uh, Edu's back from his latest holiday. Um his fourth of the window he's on at the moment, so maybe we will get some incomings. Uh, I'll give so. my take a bit later on when we do our top six predictions, but uh, the last thing I had, Dan... All right, so the one thing we've been linked with, Jack, do you think Tammy Abraham would be a hit or a miss for Arsenal if we signed him? Um, I think he'll be a hit. 
personally. I think he gets goals wherever he goes. And I think it's just not quite what we need for the style of play that we have. But what you need is someone to finish the chances that you make. Because you make enough chances, you just don't have anyone to finish them. And that's into the box. Well, that's literally our, our chat creation is give it to the fullbacks and then whip it into the box. And that's exactly... Bellerin can barely get it off the deck. That's, that's yeah, we're, we're banking on it not being him. <laughs> yeah, I think like that's what Tammy feeds on, to be fair, just kind of making the runs into the channels. What he doesn't do well is back to goal, close control, mm. pass and move and creating stuff for himself. So I think he'd be a good player for you, definitely. Um I'm warming to it, but that's more because I'm watching Lacazette. Desperation. Uh, I'm I'm all for our Ramsdale at this point. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's come to. (laughs) I just I just want that that brief little uh, buzz you get when um, the notification pops up that a player's been announced, and then about 30 seconds later you're on to the next player. But I just want I just want a couple of those at least little moments like. We're doing something. <laughs> and then on to the next. It's just, uh, we've only got, what, four days left now? So um, the window runs until the 31st. Uh, but yeah, we play Brentford Friday. I just, I can't see us getting anything um, substantial done in that time. Unless they're doing magic in the background and we've got no idea. But I mean, I just can't see it. Can't see it. Well, we'll see how we go. But um Thank you for uh, coming on. We got to talk about some other teams now, so uh, no much appreciated. Anytime you want to come back on, just drop me a message, and uh, we'll get it sorted. Lovely, we'll do. All right, in a bit. Cheers, right. nice. cheers, cheers, man. All right, there we go. My uh, timekeeping so far is uh, going well. So we got Goff coming on next. We just got to wait a couple of minutes for him, but I was just uh, conscious about starting another. Uh, topic that we go before we go there tk we've we've not heard much from uh, you yet from the outside looking in how optimistic or pessimistic or whatever you want to call it are you for arsenal and what gets done in the rest of the window i'm actually significantly more pessimistic having just listened to you guys going through the squad <laughs> when, I, when, you, when i realized you were talking about Pablo Mari or um, or Rob Holding or maybe yeah, yeah. Callum Chambers and I realised things are probably even worse than I thought at Arsenal. Uh, in a summer where you needed to clean house, you didn't even clean a room, let alone clean the house. Uh, it, it, genuinely, I I can't express how bad I think your season is going to go as it stands. I don't know what they're going to do between now and the end of the window, but I mean, if you made top half currently, I think you'd have had an okay season. <laughs> This there, is a there grim was, squad. There was I a think, point where um, I, I was getting tickets to the first game I've been able to go to in ages for Arsenal went on sale today, and that was Arsenal-Chelsea, um, as grim as that is. So um, as I had the tickets in my basket, £74.50 a ticket. <laughs> what am I doing? I, um, Should I, I caught, do this? Yeah, I caught like a glimpse of myself in the reflection of my phone screen. I was like, why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> why? why? And I messaged Brian Clooney and he was like, yeah, yeah, we kind of got to do it, haven't we? Like, it's in a film and we've got to, like, take ourselves out to war. 
because it's just our duty and we've got to do this for our country. There was no like excitement. Like, I can't wait to get back here. It's all right then. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Take my money. I think we should have uh, Goff ready here. Um, see if that goes to plan. Alex, do you have a little song you can sing us while we wait for Goff or anything like that? A song? Yeah. I'm not the, uh, I'm not the, you've got the wrong Jones. I'm not the vocal Jones. Ben is the singing this out shower and, uh, and, uh, well, musical Jones. He's got that pop star look about him. He has, he has, yeah, yeah. John Stones uh, has just signed a new deal. What does Harry do? That's the kind of news we break. What's Harry (laughs) do? These, as much as I'd love to go through Alex's uh, family tree, <laughs> Goff, Goff has uh, just keeping up with the Joneses uh, section. <laughs> Goff, maybe the next, maybe things... the next break we have. <laughs> Goff, are you with us? I think I am. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. With us. All right. We'll get we'll get straight into it. If you're all good. Ready as I'll ever be. Should have told you we're recording already, but uh, hopefully you knew that. So. Yeah. Um, Essentially, the setup here. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you tell me if you strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree. Basically, you just can't sit on the fence. Is essentially uh, the, the the way we're going here. Other people feel free to chip in, but make sure we've had Goff's point of view first, so uh, oh, yeah. there's no swaying, and uh, and we get the United perspective first. So, first statement for you, Goff: A defensive midfielder should have been the priority for United this summer ahead of Sancho and Varane. Agree to an extent? <laughs> to just agree. agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't have to strongly agree, so it's just an agree. So I'd, I'd say Sancho was the important sign-in because that right-wing position needed addressing anyway. Um, in an ideal world, we'd get a centre-back and a defensive midfielder in. Um, but... I'm even as a United fan, I'm not really convinced with the whole McTominay Fred pivot anyway. So we, yeah, if if you had to choose, if you had to choose one out of the two, I'd have gone for a defensive midfielder before a centre back. But both both positions needed addressing. Okay, uh, Trippier wouldn't be an upgrade on Wan Bissaka. Strongly agree. Oh wow. <laughs> I think people. Yeah, as someone who supported the team he used to play for, I would agree with you. <laughs> I was going to say, don't don't get me wrong. He is a good player. Um, obviously, he's won the league in Spain. I think people obviously look at him with their England rose tinted glasses on quite a lot. Um, would bringing him in would that would that have been the right thing to do? Like Juan Bissaka is a lot younger. You want him to develop. If you're going to start Trippier ahead of him, that's obviously going to like quash that do you bring Trippier in as a like a second choice right back would he be happy with that I'm, I'm not sure it'd be an expensive uh, second choice as well yeah exactly man. yeah we we were linked with him the other day and I think this is the time of year where everything just goes mental agents are just ringing up the papers and trying to get the story to protect <laughs> and everything do, do you think this Fiat Lesko requesting so they're requesting upwards of 30 million for him at 29 years old are we is that effectively them saying that we don't want to lose you basically, because that, that can't be a serious kind of asking price for him. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's like 20 max would be would be my price for him if you were signing him as a second choice. 
Say that again, sorry, you cut out a little bit. Sorry, I, I would have said like 20, 20 million max if you were to sign him as a second choice. It depends if, if Oli was to play him ahead of wan or not. Because I guess if you're paying that much for him, it's on the basis that you feel he's the part that gets you over the line. So say it was, and this would have been an odd player, but Liverpool where they were like, look, we need a centre-back, a goalkeeper, and that's kind of us over the line here. I guess if you're putting that money on for Trippier, that's like United, look, we've got all the tools we need. This is kind of the final thing to win now if you put that money on Trippier, which would go against what kind of Arsenal are doing. So that's why I didn't think it really added up. Um, a top four finish would be a successful season for Oli. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just, I'd, I'd have to lean towards... Oh, doesn't want to dig his grave here, does he? <laughs> yeah, they, they, there's, there's no leaning either. You got if four options. For, for Ollie, for Ollie, I'd say disagree. Okay. But for United, I'd say agree on the basis that we, as a fan, I'd be happy with top four minimum. But I feel that for Ollie, this season is the season really, which is probably the most important in terms of he's he can't blame the lack of not getting his targets. He can only keep going each season saying we're progressing until you reach the point where the only further progression is to actually win something. So it's a, it's a big season for him personally, I think. Okay. Uh, Donny van der Beek will have a big season. <laughs> um, disagree. Is that because of his ability or what game time do you think he'll get? Or I didn't see any when he did play I don't think anyone really saw what he could bring to the table obviously he lit up the Dutch league but and the Champions League to be fair yeah yeah and that as well but like then yeah he did get very limited game time last season it's it's one of those if he gets given the game time he could prove everyone wrong but from the the minutes he did get he just looked a bit a bit lost it's a weird transfer anyway because it's almost as though Oli didn't really want him to begin with well, he was close to Madrid and then supposedly he had the chat with Zidane where he kind of asked, how much am I going to be playing or his agent did? And they basically told him, like, you're going to be a rotation option. Like, you're not going to be the main man. Um, and then he went to United and it sounds like they kind of told him everything he needed to hear. The old football manager. Yeah, sure, mate. You'll be you'll be a key player for me. Um, and it didn't quite work like that. I think his problem is as well is that everyone expects him to be the same type of player as Bruno. So obviously when he plays instead of Bruno and he doesn't play in that in that particular style, people are like yeah. questioning his, his talent. Probably kind of thing. closer but to thought, what Pogba would you say? That, that's what I was going to say. I'm not going to pretend I watched him loads in the in the <laughs> Dutch league or in the Champions League before that much. But from what I've heard, yeah, he's he's one of those who he's very much Pogba type or even going back as. But like a Lampard type player, right? Like arriving late and, and grabbing goals. Joey Willock. Joey Willock, yeah. Uh, if you were to pick United's best starting eleven, De Gea would be in goal. <laughs> These are some tough questions, there, Byron. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, done my job for it. I'm gonna stick to my guns here and say it's time for old David to to move on. So disagree or strongly disagree. I'll say disagree. I think it would be disrespectful to say strongly disagree. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, we've got a couple more. You would keep Lindelof over Bailly. Oh, uh, agree. 
Actually, probably strongly agree. Strongly. <laughs> there we go. United fan with some sense. Yeah. I'd rather Lindelof giving six out of seven out of ten performances more often than buys two games every three months. <laughs> the when he leaves and people ask what he's like, they should play the fact that he tried an overhead kick clearance in a European final. That that should be in the same realm as that. That guy who did the front flip throw-in in stoppage time at the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of those, though, as well, isn't he? He's like, when he's on it, he is on it. But as you've just said, like he's always got something in him where you think, what the hell is he doing? He gets compared to David Luiz, but David Luiz at least is a good defender on top of the rashness. Like, Bailly is just a nutcase. Just <laughs> oh, There's no redeeming quality there for me. Actually, he's fast. Um United it's a shame take... we didn't get sorry, it's a shame we didn't get to see him and more on Rojo together, I suppose. <laughs> United should accept any offer upwards of twenty million for Lingard. <laughs> Agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're barely gonna play If I was him, I'd be banging I'd like I'd just be banging West Ham's door down to go back. But well, apparently if we get Madison then he's Leicester's number one choice to replace him, which is always a worry when Leicester want one of your players because it's like, what am I missing here? You'll keep him and just so he can't do it again. But yeah, supposedly he he's the guy they want to replace Madison with if uh, if he goes. Bit of an odd one from their angle. I I think it makes some level of sense, but obviously you're losing a guy who's very good and younger to replace a guy who's yeah. good but an older player. That they've not their usual MO, is it? I know they're changing it a bit with um, the fact that obviously he's never going to come out of this anyway, but supposedly Brendan isn't really too much of a fan of Madison, mainly since the uh, COVID break and isolation incident. But yeah, that, that yeah. clip recently that kind of resurfaced of him going on Sterling <laughs> to say steady <laughs> when he's uh, training. You, you can imagine Madison might not be his cup of tea. Mm. Um, Fred starts over 20 Premier League games this season. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Sadly, I'd actually probably agree he does. Oh, Fred coming back. <laughs> That's not me saying I rate Fred, but... No, no. It's a lack of really options there, happen. really, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. This is a make-or-break season for Tony Martial. Um, agree, I'd say. I've, I've never been his biggest fan when he's playing centre-forward, which is apparently what he wants <laughs> to be doing. Yeah. He's much better, more effective on the left. But if you're going to demand to play a certain position, you've got to, well, if you're going to talk the talk, you've got to walk the walk as well, haven't you? So I suppose if he doesn't do it again this season, then, yeah, he, he should just be moved on. That. Ballon d'Or clause gets mentioned a lot, but the, the most mental thing was after that goal against Liverpool. Can you remember there there were legit discussions on like Sky Sports News talking about Thierry Henry comparisons? Like yeah. this was a genuine to the point where they asked Henri about it, and he was like, oh, "I mean, I don't really see what you're seeing. Like, what are you comparing?" He's like, "He's French." <laughs> yeah, he cut in off the left to score the goal. <laughs> didn't you see? <laughs> but that was insane, and it it lasted a bit longer than it should have as well. <laughs> yeah. It might work out for him with Rashford obviously having the operation as well because he might not have, yeah. Ollie might not have any choice but to put him on the left. So he might start the season well and end up 
just stick in there. You never know. But well, you have McFred more... with Bruno and Pogba on the left. Yeah, plus that's what I was going to say. It's more out of hope than anything that he actually comes good. I'm not yeah. going to hold my breath uh, for. United win silverware this season. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm going to play it safe and say disagree. Coward. Yeah, I, I bottled that one. <laughs> and finally, what is your top six prediction? Uh, top six. Uh, City first. I'm sure most people would have put them. I'm going to go Chelsea second. Liverpool third. United fourth. This guy. <laughs> You'll be lucky to get top ten. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean more. You'll be very conservative. I am, I am. Oh, I don't know, actually. Leicester to miss out the top four in fifth. Again. I, I always like to throw in throw in a bit of a wild card for the sixth, but I'm not really sure if anyone's really standing out at the moment. Well, we've, we've, we've got Alex for that. It dep- if, 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 Kane's, if Kane stays, but she's probably not going to, Spurs to scrape sixth. Alex did message me the other day saying, Jose made to come back. I don't know if that was to United or not. Oh God! <laughs> not see him, uh, see him raging in a friendly five-two defeat. You know, Emery got he... sent off in one the other day. Yeah, so did Jose, and they were down to eight men. Against <laughs> <laughs> like Real Betis, Simeone rushing onto the pitch to uh, get in uh, Carrasco's face after he got sent off in a friendly. <laughs> I like it. There's a lot of passion going into these friendlies. <laughs> We did. We have said it a couple of times now. This is the first season where pre-season now does matter. People Bayern are literally looks, getting their legs broken. Well, I don't think Bayern <laughs> have won a game yet under Nagelsmann in pre-season, so we'll see how they're much get, you. Uh, they're getting with Haaland today. That, that shows you that panic buttons being hit. Yeah, I think um, City weren't the biggest losers in the Community Shield. It was probably Spurs. But we'll get into them a bit later. Usually, <laughs> you don't want to upset them when the transfer window's still on. No, no. But uh, yeah, those were my United questions. So uh, thank you, Goff. Okay. You uh, you're always welcome if you want to stay on. I don't know how uh, busy you are or how your internet's going, but uh, yeah, just basically that's uh, our United section uh, done and dusted. That's right. I'll probably uh, probably shoot off, but um, yeah, next yeah. time you want me on, I'll uh, make yeah. myself available. Of course. All right. In a bit. See you. See you Bye. There we go. That was all the timekeeping we needed. I do still have a lot to get through, but uh, no one else coming on now. So uh, just us for the foreseeable. Um, I know, uh, Sean, you get a bit nervous around golf, so. Uh, <laughs> you can come out of your shell a bit now as I do have Spurs as the next team for us to uh, talk about so much like what I've just done with Goff there I've got a list of statements not quite as many um, I don't think there's as many talking points with uh, Spurs to be honest with you that we haven't covered but depending on the question I'll ask one of you to answer first because I don't want one answer influencing the other so uh, we'll go that way and uh, Alex, I will go to you first, and Sean can answer the next one first. Nuno is an upgrade on Jose. Strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree? <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to go f- uh, 
What? So give me the option, like the levels, the levels again. The levels. <laughs> strongly agree. <laughs> strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree. Uh, I'll go. <laughs> I'm trying to look for like I don't know in the middle. I'll go with agree. The whole point is there isn't supposed to be. He's not giving you that. Yeah, I, I I know. I'll go with agree. Agree. Okay. Anyone knows an upgrade? Sean, what about you? Uh, mine's agree, but a stronger agree than Alex's, but not quite okay. strongly agree. So, with with Nuno, um, Sean, um, Jose came in. There was pretty much an acceptance, almost kind of a, a looking forward to the fact that you weren't going to be playing exciting football. And I know that sounds strange at first, but certainly when the appointment was first made. There was kind of uh, you were looking forward to being a team that could kind of. I was trying to do a way about saying shit out soon, but shit out your way to victories. Basically, there was a em- embracing of that being what he could get Spurs to do. Yeah. Now that obviously went downhill very quickly. Once you're doing that every so often, and you're not getting the rewards. It's quite hard to palate. With Nuno not always known for being the most exciting manager. Uh, is there pressure on him? Are you expecting him to play a certain way? Or would you would you rather he kind of stick to what he'd done previously and go in, whether it's five at the back or whether it's just a certain amount of players beyond the ball? Very structured is probably how you'd describe it. Yeah, well, it, it seems like he's he said all the stuff he's saying and then all the things we've heard about his appointment is that he is going to be a bit more attacking yeah. so and then in in some of the pre-season that, that i haven't can't attest to i didn't watch the game the arsenal game didn't fancy the eight quid yesterday <laughs> yeah i haven't watched too much of it but from the i guess like podcasts and articles i've i've looked at it seems like he's been paying Kind of four three four three three mainly when we when we have the ball and then kind of a couple of people drop uh, when we don't um, and yeah it seems to be a bit more fluid like I think the front four seems to be pretty set for what we're going to go with on on Sunday assuming because I'm guessing Kane's not going to play either way. Well, he came out today and said he's available for selection. I know I, I saw that yeah, but I I see that more as in, he's on the bench rather than because, starting probably yeah. um, because. Early in pre-season, I read some articles and there was kind of some thinking that he was going to try kind of a 4-4-2, which he did at some point during his time at uh, Wolves. And I know that fluctuated then between a 3-5-2. Um, also, that could work quite well if if you kind of buy into the Kane-Sun partnership as that being what you want to kind of base your team around, which I'd imagine there's not much better to base your team on than those two. That could have been interesting with those two up top, but from what you said, it doesn't look like we're going to get that. Yeah, yeah, potentially. It doesn't look like, oh, well, I mean, obviously they've not been trying it on the basis that Kane hasn't played at all, but yeah, but, yeah, they haven't like put anyone else there. They haven't put any of the youth players there, so it doesn't seem like it, but yeah, I guess we'll see. So if you line up opening game of the season with three at the back, how do you think fans will react? Uh, I mean... Well, the the issue is whoever we have the back that's going to be lying up, the fans aren't going to be happy because <laughs> three, three of the backs suggest Dyer and Sanchez are both going to be playing. So, so yeah, that's I've not got a question about that later. So that that's not ideal. So they're not going to be happy. Um, I think. Well, 
defence I would like, if it, let's say they're playing three at the back. Don't worry, but I got I got a question about defence. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, I mean the the answer is the fans aren't going to be happy with any defence really, unless it was Tanganga and Rodon possibly as the centre backs. But they, I mean they'd still be that's still too young, but the fans wouldn't hate that as much. Alex, um, would you would you sacrifice nicer football? or potentially worse results at times this season, or is it any means necessary, as kind of was under Jose? I think you'd have to sort of say, uh, I'd, I'd go with uh, any means necessary, uh, because ultimately I want to win something. So it kind of goes hand in hand with that, really. I can't sort of turn around and say, no, I want fancy football because I want to win something. So if you're saying that, you know, is either one or the other, then I'd still be in the camp of anything necessary to win. Beggars can't be choosers, there's a feel to that. <laughs> uh, Sean, Paratici is having a successful first summer. This is a tough one. Getting some vindication with these, with the noises coming from Goth and then the two of these with the, the statements. <laughs> <laughs> this, is like, this is like when you give someone a would you rather... And they're shocked by the prospect that this is a close decision. <laughs> we, we had to give you a 50-50, lads. We weren't going to go um, make the obvious I would choice. say... Well, that's one of the few things I had to remove from the podcast in recent years, isn't it? I mean, it, the, the answer is I'm sitting on the fence, but if I have to pick one, then I'll say... I'll say disagree. Alex, what about you? So you've got Gil through the door, Romero through the door... Lamella out, Joe Hart out. Uh, I'd. You, your statement was he's having a good summer, yes? Successful, yeah. Uh, at the moment, I'd say agree, but that could change in a heartbeat depending on how the window closes because I think what Sean's forgetting is at the moment, Kane hasn't gone anywhere just yet. So, is, But the moment that he does, and I, I think he will, it's still it's back into the camp of... No, he's not had a good summer, if that makes I'll sense. Switch, I'll switch my questions around to ask you this one first then. So, Alex, Daniel Levy should take a smaller fee for Kane if it means Spurs being able to spend it in this window. Um, no. 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 Uh, strongly disagree? Disagree? Strongly disagree. Sean, what about you? Hmm. I like the idea of what you're saying, but I w- would disagree because I don't trust them to spend the money. Okay. Really. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean necessarily 50 million off, but I mean, we've seen. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Down to yeah, 10 million, done, 5 million. Done earlier, yeah. So you've got time to, to buy. Yeah. If, if, that, if that figures a hundred million, like that's your, what it goes down to. No, if no, sort of I mean, like, not that. I mean, like, so they've offered a hundred million. Say, they offer, I don't know, 140 and Spurs value them at 150. Or say they offer 150, Spurs value them at 160. Yeah. Right, in that case, in the, in the, no, if, if that's the offer, I'd, I'd let him go for that, definitely. If, 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 we're no sort of, if we're in figures above 120, um, I think you let him go for that. And bank on being able to spend it this window. Yeah, and bank on the fact that <laughs> he's probably going to get injured at whoever he ends up at. I mean, if you hear about how if Paratici works as he supposedly does, then he, he should have all of these deals already lined up, really, mm. and 
shouldn't yeah. take too long to do them. But yeah. I have the same about Eddie, so uh, I wouldn't <laughs> give him <laughs> yeah. too much. <laughs> Three options in every position we were told at the start of the summer. Um, <laughs> he didn't say they were good options. <laughs> no, but I mean, they, they said very quickly if they can't get the one they'll go straight on to the other because the whole thing is Arteta needs a full pre-season with the players um, so Sean uh, Spurs are better off this season without Gareth Bale being around sorry I missed the first part Bale being around but did you say uh, better Spurs off Spurs are better off this season without Gareth Bale being around uh, disagree any reason uh, I don't know. I just feel like he could have offered something. I feel like it is it's depressing looking back, thinking how little he did play. And look, part of that could be down to him. But a lot of it's down to Mourinho as well. Um, I think if he could have had like a whole season, he could have offered something. So, yeah, I always think we'd be better off having him there. So, Alex, there was a whole side show that came around with Bale, whether he was playing or not. Do you think Spurs are better off without that this season? We're better off without him, 100%. It's not even a debate. So that's a strongly agree. Is that a strongly right. agree? Yeah, strongly Sorry. agree that we're better off without him. Okay. You've changed your tune. Uh, no, I, 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 I was... I done with football. I was slating him. I was slating yeah. him, remember, so this is in line with that. I, I, yeah, the thing is, two, he scored two the weekend after. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Trying to get him riled up. Yeah, I thought um, you were just trying to get a reaction. That <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think the sort of player that he is now and with the season off the back of last season, I don't think as a person, as a player, he buys into the new project under Nuno. Um, I think he still carries that like that aura of arrogance around him in terms of like, he's kind of above this now. Um, to be I, fair, he is above a lot of that squad. Well, yeah, no, I, squad. I, I, look, I, I, no, it's I, like I don't agree with, I agree with, um, you know, he's gone on and he was one stuff, but he's still a professional football player. And regardless of what you want, if you, if you come into, yeah. a, if, if you come into a squad, and you, you, you know, you're just riding off the back of your previous success. You're going to go nowhere, are you? You know, every all of the great players they come into a new season, and or a new team with that fresh mindset of right, clean slate, or oh, let's go again. He came in with the attitude of, oh, I've kind of won everything. I'm kind of just using this to get fit for the Euros. I'm not really committed to this. So I don't really mind. That was a bad line. Off. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Alex, I've got another one for you. Spurs should take the Europa Conference League seriously. Of course, yeah. It's the European club of culture. Everybody I need wants- one of the answers. Are you and Sean have been struggling with this. <laughs> strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree? Uh, uh, I agree. What about you, Sean? Disagree. Not working. He wants, out. he wants out of it. No, I just place in the Europa League. But then <laughs> I, I would say it's, it's useful. We can play play the kids in it and then yeah. take it seriously if we get to the I don't know, quarterfinals. But I'm I'm already resigned to the fact that Roma are in it, so we're gonna draw Roma and Mourinho's <laughs> gonna knock us out of it. So that's already definitely gonna happen. All right, Sean. 
you take a Carabao Cup over a top four finish. Mm. Say that again, sorry, because I, I know you'll ask me eventually. You, you'd take a Carabao Cup over a top four finish. Okay. I think, agree. Agree, this year. Alex? Agree. These boys are starving. These boys are starving. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I think um, part of that reason is because we've now been out of the Champions League for a couple or three years now, I think it is. Um, that's probably part of it. If we're still in it, uh, my view would probably be different. There was a point, I think, we, when years. we beat yeah. West Brom in January and then we beat someone else after, and I think we were like six points off Champions League and there was talk, you know, Arsenal had finally clicked under Arteta, this, that. I was terrified about what might happen to us in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine your your side would probably be in a similar boat. Yeah. It, it would have been cruel. Um, I mean, the last time we were in it, we got beat 7-2 by Bayern anyway. So. Yeah, the last time we were in it, we lost 10-1 to them uh, over two legs. Um, Sean, just a different kind of question here. So who will have a better season for Spurs? Undombele or Deli Ali? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. Mm. I think I think it'll be Deli Ali. I think Undombele is a better, much better player than Deli Ali. But um, the noise that's come out at the moment doesn't look like Undombele is going to play a lot again. So, and Ali seems like he's in favour. So I'll probably say Ali. He he missed two sitters yesterday, Deli Ali. Yeah, well, pieces wide open. He hit the post twice, but. I guess look. I was seeing, yeah, I was seeing it from a obviously I just saw from a Spurs perspective, yeah. uh, saying like looks really sharp, had a couple oh. of close chances. <laughs> well, he has an incredible knack of being the bastard, whether he's involved or not. Like <laughs> it's, it's mental. Some of the players I've seen play for United and Chelsea, etc., through the years. He's probably top three most hated people I've ever looked at in my life. <laughs> Jesus. Like, he, cha- he changes his hair, he changes, like, everything about him. That face remains the same. And even yesterday, he he just looks like a prick. Everything yeah. about him. Yeah. When the the fake tough yesterday guy when he was is, scoring, yeah. Is the, the killer, I think. One of my best moments at the Emirates a couple of a couple of years back under Unai was when he got hit with that bottle at the Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go with him as well. In terms, of, I feel like this is you said about for Martial. It almost feels like a make or break year for Ali. I yeah. know he's obviously he's not at all, but it feels like he has to this year. So I, I, I would go with him as well for on the basis that he has to. And Dombley probably probably just go through the, like his career like this. Probably I imagine. If what do you think, Alex? If Sorry. he doesn't do it this year, he's he's ending mm. up like yeah, you know, in a bottom half club, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Undombele or Ali, who's having a better season? Undombele. And I think I think I, I think yeah, I think like I strongly agree that. And I, I that's a strongly agree <laughs> Undombele. And I think that I think that's uh, going to be the case even if Undombele misses the first quarter of the season. Jesus, do you not worry <laughs> about that? That interview with uh, Nuno, because managers 
at the point where they're coming out and saying that a player isn't fit, that means probably they've exhausted the yeah, resources say, they have to do it they're, internally. They're yeah. at the end of their tether with them, aren't they? When they're it's doing basically that. like it's fat shit. They're, they're trying to body shape them. Yeah, they're putting <laughs> you on the cover of OK Mag. Like, have you seen how fat you look here? Do you want to be on next next month's issue? Showing them well, a picture. Tell- Showing them a picture of like another midfielder going, "Look at her! Look at this one! I can go out with her!" <laughs> I um, yeah, well, well, your sources they- told you about maybe some McDonald's that and has been having. He's been playing Xbox Live with Luke Shaw. Chuck's <laughs> <laughs> still Jack there. Even here. No, I am still here. Sorry, what? <laughs> Uh, well, he really didn't like his fat shaming and Dombele. <laughs> have any of your sources told you anything about uh, Ndombele's diet? No, I've got his spare sources strictly. Oh, damn shame. So, who do you think will have a better season, Ndombele or Deli Ali? It's tricky. Uh, it all depends on how much they play, but I think Deli Ali because I'm going to see them wanting to up his transfer value again. There wasn't. That one yeah. ago, there was rumblings of him going to PSG for big money and things like that. So, Ndombele just seems to be plagued with little injuries or just yeah. the willingness to just not be fit. My, uh, uh, my, my, my uh, backing of Ndombele, in all honesty, probably comes from more of a place of I really don't rate Deli Ali and I don't care if he stays or goes. Preferably, I'd prefer him to go. Um, like I said the other week, fancy him as Jack Grealish's replacement at Villa. Um, I it comes from more of a place of that rather than backing at Dembele's reliability. Can replace a hundred million pound man? No, he can't replace that. No, not for, no, easily not. In fact, I um, before yeah, yeah a while a while ago when we were last when we last submitted a transfer for Jack Grealish like two years ago, I said I'd rather have him over Jack over Deli Ali. Uh, Sean. Harry Winks appears in over 25 games this season in the Premier League alone. That stinks. Oh, God. <laughs> I strongly disagree. <laughs> I, can see, I can see Nuno absolutely loving him. Oh, so can I. <laughs> the lucky thing is he hasn't started. He's come on a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said appearances. Oh, it's just appearances? Yeah. Oh, God, man. Maybe I'm asking to rephrase that to just disagree then, because I could see him getting subs. And actually, if are you just talking the league though? Actually, or... yeah, yeah, just Premier League. Uh, just Premier League. Then no, still, still disagree. I'd say he'll, he'll probably play a lot in the cups in the Conference League. Um, Alex, Joe Rodon should partner Romero at the heart of the Spurs' defence. Agree. Agree. Sean, strongly agree. Well, yeah. As the as currently constructed, if we didn't sign another centre back, uh, I don't feel so bad about our options. There. Must be saying something I'm not with Rudolph. He's the worst crazy He'll tell him me. Um, I've just seen. I just put Rudolph into Wikipedia, and it's, someone's put he's a ball playing centre back and has earned comparisons to Tamori. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads us on nicely because uh, we will talk about Chelsea now. So, Jack, we spoke a lot about the outgoings at Chelsea last week, so we don't need to gloss over that. We do have an incoming, though. So, Lukaku's coming in this week. He completed the first part of his medical today. It's not Haaland, but how are you feeling overall about the deal? 
it's weird because I should be excited, but it's Chelsea signing a big money striker. So I'm just <laughs> not, I'm not excited. I'll be excited at the end of the season if he's bagged this. The amount of goals that I, I hope he will. I think like so, the benchmark has he has to be pushing twenty plus goals a season, Premier yeah. League alone for that kind of money. And I've been through so many horror striker signings. I just don't have it in me to be excited anymore. I feel like he could get like a goal a game for the first two months, and Jack's just going to be like, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not going there yet. Yeah, I'm getting excited yet." I, I was speaking I, I, to Jack about him last night, and it felt like someone trying to convince themselves they were getting a good player. Yeah, I, I just, it's so difficult because, like I said, we have signed some of the best strikers to ever play football, and they've yeah, it's usually about ten years late. Yeah, yeah. This this does feel slightly different, and you're getting someone in their prime. Albeit for maybe more money than you should, but I, I, do, I do get it. But at the same time, I kind of think now, like I was so ready for Werner to bang, and I still, I just know he's not going to play now. Or if he is, he'll just be a rotational player with with the plethora of players that can play inside. His, that history tells us you'll get over it quickly, Jack. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think Werner stays in. I think he just sticks Werner out left, and he's more effective than your other wingers. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think, I mean, from the game that I saw the, the weekend and uh, midweek, sorry, last week, what you said, Byron, was true, where Pulisic was playing right wing back. Um, so I don't think he's going to be considered as a forward winger now, which is just mental. That's mental. Well, I think, yeah. um, the thing with uh, Werner is even his harshest critics, you're not saying that he doesn't create chances. The yeah. issue is that. He's often the guy who is trying to finish them in hilarious uh, yeah. <laughs> conclusions like, to that. Poor guy. Like, the, the goal, the second Zierch's second goal against Spurs in the week, he dragged the entire Spurs team uh, defence apart and created space for Zierch to strike it. He also scored an offside goal, which wasn't actually offside, but it was just celebrating. Uh, it was offside. Oh, my Don't worry, Alex. They... We yeah, scored so. one against Chelsea that was two yards over the line and the liner didn't yeah. give it. So uh, this mind series is tainted. <laughs> I just think that if all things go to plan for us, that front three, the options we have, we have six brilliant players that can play Hang on. in that front three. Can you put in Hudson-Odoi in that? No, I've got um, yeah. oh. Lukaku, Werner, Havertz, Man. Yeah. Pulisic, Ziyech, like stinky Ziyech. Yeah, I take your pick of those players. I mean, most people would like him. Is there? Mm. I think that's just yeah, that's insane depth. I've never rivaling well, like, the, the Werner Lukaku thing. I think could be as simple as Werner creates a lot of chances. Lukaku isn't exactly a uh, kind of one shot, one goal kind of guy, but he does score goals, and you. Basically, just needs someone to create enough that he scores. He scores a couple of them, and I think it just could be a perfect match. The, the I, two I, of them. I, I really, really would love to share your optimism, but I've been burnt so many times. It, it's not optimism. We, it's... <laughs> I, I think, like, if I very I, much I, not for him. I, no. <laughs> down in, into a stat level, which is we created the most chances in the Premier League from open play since Tickle took over last season. We just didn't finish them. <laughs> like we just missed 
an awful lot of chances. Yeah, look at the guys this, you had at the other end. Yeah, this this goes a long way to fixing that problem. So mm. it can only be seen as a positive, really, because you just I know think... that Aki Walker goes. The problem he had at United was that he was expected to create a lot of the goals himself. Whereas, the Levi jeans on. Yeah, exactly. Whereas at Chelsea, he's going to be expected to put them away after others create them. So I think the system would suit him a lot better as well. Even there, his goal scoring record is still good. So yeah, if that's seen yeah. as sort of like the biggest sort of blotch on the resume, that's not yeah. bad. No, great. I, I think this tells us whether you like to hear this or not that the impression you've got from Raiola and Haaland's people are that he's got another move lined up or he has certainly priorities higher than Chelsea. Yeah, I think you're probably right. If that's on the... I I would put money... I was going to say all my money then. I won't be doing that. (laughs) I'd wager fairly high that he he ends up at United next year. I think the the, the chips kind of fall into place there. But I I think you feel clearly strikers somewhere you need. We're not going to wait around for this guy where we certainly don't feel we have a great chance of getting him. This is the next best option. Yeah, I think they probably analysed it as well and thought that um, this coming season, Haaland isn't going to be moving from Dortmund. So this is another opportunity if we really strengthen properly to win the Champions League again. Because as soon as he goes to someone big time, then it is... I don't think they foresee the Messi moving to Kirsten either. Um, but I think this does give us the best opportunity to win. Apparently, Chelsea did inquire about that, by the way. So did Spurs. I think every team in the world did. <laughs> Let's be honest. You're going to admire um, the optimism there. Yeah. No, you haven't. You haven't got to admire the optimism. <laughs> Come on. Because, Come like, on. It, the guys you're trusting to do your transfers, if they even think it's worth asking, like, if I see Demi Rose in public, me going up and having a word and thinking I can weasel my way in. I would admire, admire that. You call I would admire genius. your spirit. I'd say, you know what, fair play. He's ignored all <laughs> evidence to the contrary. Exactly. This is so like it's wasting your time, isn't it? Like, I, I want I, I want my I want my, my employer asking the question at least. I, want, <laughs> I don't because time is money. And for these spin articles we've seen about Paratici anyway. He's already filling his 23 hours a day he's working already. He doesn't sleep. Listen, I'd rather, I'd, so rather my mind, I'd rather that than my mind Eddie out there on holiday. No, 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 I mean, I'm just I'm amazed at the times we even inquire about some of these, uh, the way that Athletic's <laughs> been talking about him. Uh, hopefully Spurs didn't actually inquire, and it's just, it's, it's just a horrible story that's uh, <laughs> made its way to the surface. So, Jack, you mentioned the Champions League there. Surely the title must be the aim for Chelsea now. I, yeah. Do you not think Roman has got to be saying, when this is what we want this season? I, I, I've looked at this, and I, I thought last season about City and the depth that they had in that squad, and I thought, let's go with everything again. We, in this squad, currently, if there's no outgoings, um, I would say depth-wise, for quality of each position and the depth behind them, if they're not fit or if they're injured or they want to rotate them, it rivals cities to a degree when you look at them together now. I mean, this is prior to them if they do end up getting Kane. Um, but How now- much of an improvement is it, though, if you're signing a great striker in Lukaku, but you also lose one in Tammy? 
<laughs> he takes your team, my boy. <laughs> smooth, smooth transition, this guy. Yeah, it was I, it was kind of like a free hit, wasn't it, when Tuchel took over. It was a basically, do better than Frank did, and we want top four. And yeah. that was the Champions League run, I think, was a bonus. And once you get to the final, obviously, uh, you, you want to win it. But if Koundé and Lukaku come in, that's going to add a lot more pressure onto the team because the expectation is going to be, look, no, I don't believe we want so. the Champions League, we want the Premier League. You, you don't spend nearly 200 million on a team that won the Champions League and your owner doesn't expect you to do it again. Yeah. Every season they expect, even when they don't spend the money, even when they spend 90 million. So surely the expectation is going to be higher then? No, I don't think they can be. They're always, they want to win everything at Chelsea. And I think sacking... I don't think even that. this... The most optimistic people at Chelsea were looking last year saying, Frank, you need to win us the Champions League. No, but when we got through the group stages, I looked at that and thought, I don't really see us winning this under Frank, but this is the best one we could possibly have out of the last 10 years to win it again. Um, We played, what, Porto, Real Madrid, who were depleted, and then Man City in the final, which we had some kind of hoodoo over them. Like we, We had a great chance. I think next season is going to be very different, but this squad that we have and the system which we have in the Tuchel, I think. But if one player's out, we've got someone else to come in and just slot in, or a brilliant quality. This is yeah. So the most you've got to be winning the title and the Champions League. I don't think the pressure's going to be higher because I think it's that high constantly anyway. I just think we've got a better opportunity of actually achieving it this year because of it. And your chances must be very high because. You told me you wouldn't take Messi at Chelsea. <laughs> I said it would be a horrible fit because of the history and how uh, the hatred. So history. I think it's a bit more one-sided than that. Uh, yeah, and the fact that like you've got the choice of walking out at Stamford Bridge, like in front of like thirty-six thousand home fans, or walking out in front of seventy to eighty at the stadiums. I think that plays on it massively. They're not just fans either. <laughs> Vile bunch. You don't want to be walking out there. <laughs> Um, Um, just the end of the league campaign worry you win the Champions League so most would say that should kind of put that to bed does anything about that concern you? not particularly no I think it was very cramped in last season there was games thick and fast and we had players dropping out um, injured with Pulisic not being fit I think the balance to this squad now is just insane when you think of the options we're going to have from the bench. I think the game's going to be more spread out. It's going to be more recovery time. It's going to be more of a normal season. Um, I just think... Never a normal season under Barclays. No, there isn't. I mean, this is a great opportunity for me to kind of just fall flat on my face and lose the first six games. That's what this pod is essentially for, is for people to set themselves up to first. (laughs) Sorry if I threw in the magic for anyone there. First four games, apart from Palace, the first four games after that, I think it's like Arsenal, Villa, Leicester City. I don't know uh, how you say this is tough, because, and I don't know if anyone remembers this. Jack said last year that they had one of the toughest starts to the season ever. (laughs) And it was like Villa, Leicester, Brighton, Burnley. And he's what you can't understand. These are the teams that we don't do well against. <laughs> he's talking about Sheffield United. Like, look, I don't know how we're going to get past this. You say that, but we lost 3 0 to Sheffield United two times in a row the season before. 
I mean, to be fair, once I saw that West Brom game, I, I could probably have seen Jack's point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think different setup this time around. I think we've got an established European manager who's just won the Champions League instead of... Ah, it was the manager all along. <laughs> we, knew <laughs> we tried telling you. But I remember you asking me the same question at the start of last season, which was 200 million spent, you should be aiming for the league. And in my head, I was yeah. thinking, I don't see Frank winning the league in his first season as manager in the Premier League, that is. Um, this time round, you had another... You had Lukaku and potentially Kunde into that squad. And I think, yeah, we should be... We should be there or thereabouts. And, I mean, if Kane, if Kane does go to City, I just got to pray that his ankle does goes in again. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I, I, think, I, think, I think it's ridiculous to... It, whether Kane goes to City or not, it's rig- ridiculous to rule, like say that you've got any less chance of winning the Premier League title no, this I season. I don't think Your we'll have any less ridiculous. chance. I just think like, City, the powerhouses that they are and the brand of football they play... And you're not our house. Well, they they win the league by smashing the minnows, and then the big results. People usually get too scared to play against them, so they draw them out, and then just rely on everyone else slipping up, which they have done last season. Don't worry, they've got Arsenal and Spurs first two games for a confidence booster. Actually, <laughs> Spurs usually beat them to be fair. Yeah, um, I do worry for Spurs after seeing what they were like on Wednesday night before we changed our entire team. They didn't even get a touch, which. Did, did you not see on. the class last night? We'll come back. We'll come back. I don't think you saw it. It was yesterday afternoon as well. We're going to Liverpool. So, Chike, uh, is it fair to say that almost any prediction with Liverpool this season is being preempted with if they stay fit? Yeah, it does seem to be, doesn't it? Uh, there's pretty much the uh, the start of that question is always uh, caveated now. Um, how big of a Oh, sorry. Hang on. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, he doesn't like that. He doesn't oh. like that. Um, do you think you're looking in better or worse shape than you anticipated? Well, in pre-season, you mean? Just your squad at this stage. Uh, you might have expected a little bit more activity. I would have thought they would have been a little bit more uh, proactive in terms of a Wijnaldum replacement. So it doesn't... You know, you don't really hear, even hear rumours about us. I know sometimes we've pulled a, a deal out of the blue, so we might we might yeah. have that in us, but it doesn't look like that at the minute. So I thought they'd be a little bit more active on that front. And probably, but this is something we spoke about, I know, on, on the other pod the other day, that probably more proactive in terms of getting people out the door, I thought, as well. But maybe they have been and just not been able to pick anyone up for Shakira or League, etc. It's been on renewals, hasn't it? Yeah, which is, I've ridiculed a lot in the past when other clubs have done it, so I can't I can't not do it with Liverpool. That whole thing of, oh, well, you know, the, the most important thing is we've kept <laughs> insert name. It's always a pathetic out when you've had a, basically a summer where you haven't been able to get anyone in. Yeah. Well, because you, you signed Canate early doors, and mm. to me, I thought that was you meant business. Like, you were putting the statement out there, like, we're not hanging around this season. So, yeah, very surprised that there's not been anything uh, added to that since. Now, I don't know how much Twitter you used yesterday. What did you think about Liverpool fan accounts celebrating a miss from Harvey Elliott? Did you see this? (laughs) It it was a good miss, though, wasn't it? It was a really good miss. (laughs) Uh, I saw Jack Jack taking some stick for uh, pointing that out. 
one of those one of those things, isn't it? Young player looked good on loan last year, so pretty much anything he does this year, people are going to go, oh, "Look how good he is." Uh, time will tell with him. In all honesty, he's uh, he's probably not as good as some of these fan accounts will tell you, but probably a lot better than some of the other ones you're hammering will be. I do remember this time last year, people were suggesting. Uh, laughingly at him that he was just going to get bullied in the championship and how did that go boys? Yeah, Boach, Boach loved him. Um, I have seen a couple of his uh, TikToks posted to the timeline so you might want to put a stop to that before he gets in the first team. Not great. <laughs> um, who will score more this season? Jota or Mane? Good question. I've... See, you want to say Mane is going to be back with a vengeance, but on pre-season evidence, he seems to have picked up where he left off last year. So I think he's a shot fighter. Yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Jota might. I think he's, I think he's going to get more game time, and his record's been pretty good so far. So I'll go with him. So there seems to be a kind of acceptance among Liverpool fans, at least that I've seen, that you're not title challengers this season. I've seen Liverpool fans kind of distancing themselves more than they have in any season I can remember in kind of recent times. Hmm. Do you share that sentiment? Is there a reason about that? Is it just the improvements of City and Chelsea? Because Liverpool fans certainly don't seem to have the same excitement going in. I don't know if maybe they're trying to play it cool and see how things go. But There will, of course, be that inevitable uh, cowardice that every football fan does where they preempt the fall, they play down expectations, and then when their team outperforms their expectations, they can say, oh, isn't this great? Which you is kind of cowardly. Off. You should stick your nuts on the line if you're going <laughs> to. Um, I, I guess... Well, how, he's calling out Goff. I guess the most... I thought I thought Goff gave some uh, <laughs> pretty honest answers on this one. He's one of the more reasonable United fans we've had on. Um, yeah. I, I guess that there is a cold, hard logic, though, to what these fans are saying in terms of Liverpool have probably stayed still and City, Chelsea and United have all moved forward. So I guess a very basic mathematical equation, if you like, is that, that we won't finish above them. I, I don't necessarily agree. I think we should be challenging if, again, <laughs> if people stay fit. I don't know. I think there's no reason why we shouldn't be. I don't think you can... Uh, I think it, it could quite easily be a case of... Uh, everyone forgot how good we can be. I think you can see first couple of months in the season, if we can get a run together, people go, oh yeah, this yeah. actually was quite a good team before last year. Yeah. But uh, I can see why there would be some, not pessimism, but maybe not the most excited you've ever been going into a season. Yeah. Who has more of an impact on Liverpool's season this year? Henderson or Thiago? Uh, I mean, it's obviously a big one for Thiago, I will acknowledge. Uh, but... Henderson, I think he has a bigger influence on the team than people think in general, actually. So I'll have to go with him. It won't be a set like this year either, you hope? No, I mean, that's that's the hope, isn't it? And I do think uh, via this pre-season, people have got a little bit carried away on the basis that they think Kate is going to have a good season because he's done okay in pre-season, but we have no evidence to suggest he'll stay fit. And at the minute, we have no evidence to suggest Thiago will be fit. Bearing in mind, he had a slight knock that he came back with. So, yeah. you know, you would probably suggest, if you were if you were a betting man, you would hazard a guess that they'll have a season like they had last year rather than uh, a season where they play almost every game, for example. Um, 
what would you consider a successful season for Liverpool? Um, I think at least challenging at the top. Like, for example, if you ended up finishing, like top four is the minimum, is pretty much a, a given, which any any of those teams will say. It should get top four. And I think you have to at least be challenging. And if you fall away come March sort of time, I can probably allow that in terms of this, you know, if City or Chelsea do do a mad one. I don't think United will, but they have, they'll have a good season, I think. So if one of those pull away, I don't think you can have too much scrutiny to put Liverpool under, but I think they should at least challenge. I don't agree that we're just uh, going to be also rounds. I think we should be there or thereabouts. Same with uh, the competitions. I know we don't tend to take the domestic well, cups seriously. That was my next question, because uh, I've asked you every year. Hmm. Does Klopp take them more seriously this year? I mean, the cynical answer is, if we get off to a bad start in the league, maybe he might then. Um, but I've said it before that the problem was we weren't taking them that seriously when we weren't very good, when we hadn't won a Premier League or Champions League. Yeah. So once you've won them, why are you then going to take them more? Se- why are you going to then take them more seriously? I'm not sure that that's going to happen, is it? Yeah. Um, so this is this is the point where I ask everyone's top six predictions. Um, if we stick with you, TK, let me hear your top six. Okay. Uh, so it's City top, unfortunately. That's the boring answer. Uh, this next one is whether I just want to be uh, the fan in me or whether I'm going to give an actual honest answer. I'll pro- I'll, for the integrity of the pod, I'll give you an honest answer. I think Chelsea might come second. I have been impressed with them in the Tuchel. I think Liverpool third. I think Man United fourth. Uh Leicester fifth and sixth really is a lottery. Um, I, I don't want to be the guy who drinks the Kool Aid here, but maybe Villa. Ooh, after selling Grealish as well. I think I, I like the, and I know Brian's got a segment on this, so I won't touch on it too much, but I do like the business they've done. And I just, of the chasing pack, if Spurs lose Kane, I think they're in a state of disarray. I'm not sure if they'll get the placement in in time and Arsenal or Arsenal. So I, I don't... Oh. No, I, 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 you? You know, I, I don't wish to... I don't think I overstated earlier how bad I think your season could be. <laughs> so I'm, I can't put you in six. Well, earlier in the week, was it you that said, interested to see who's going to go big on Villa on the pod on Monday? Was that you? I said they're going to be everyone, you know, if you said, right, it's a segment, right, Dark Horse or Overachiever or whatever, no, no. they will be the, the default option, won't they? So oh, I said, yeah, I, I don't want to be... asking that before the Euros. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be the, the guy said, but of the people who can chase six, I would say they're, they're one of the contenders. Okay, Alex, let me hear your top six. Uh, okay. So, uh, do you want me to... Do you want me to give my uh, my uh, full? I think he wants you to give his top six. Just give me your top six. <laughs> uh, I want to be funny that I can't joke around with it if I have to do it like this. Oh, right, never mind. Um, I uh, I'm going. Anyway. It's a serious part. I'm going. <laughs> did he did he tell you what I texted him? This is going to have to be hilarious now because you've built it up. Yeah. Uh, I said. I said. I Five said. Obviously that. Uh, that that famous hot take I had when I uh, said uh, United to win the league, Mourinho to be manager of the season, and Lukaku to get golden boot when he was. This still is at what United. we came for. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I text him. He asked me for what my... He said to me about the three predictions and I said to him, oh, well, it's unchanged. It's United to win the season, Lukaku to get top scorer and Jose Mourinho <laughs> to be manager of the season after making a shocking return from Roma. <laughs> so, uh, no. Um, uh, no, uh, I think City top. Uh, I'm going Liverpool second. Chelsea third, United fourth. Uh, Spurs fifth as it stands. Um, and Leicester sixth. Can we just hear that fifth place again? <laughs> yeah, it, as it stands, if Harry Kane stays, if oh, Harry Kane on. stays, fifth. All right, Sean, let me hear yours. <laughs> uh, mine is Chelsea first. Oh, boy. City, no, actually, Chelsea first. United second. City third, Liverpool fourth. God, be brave, Sean. Be brave. You'd almost think I did ask this to be prepped ahead of time. <laughs> he wants to say it. I know what he wants to say. He's just got to have we a brave. We don't have all day, Sean. Leicester fifth, uh, and then yeah, Spurs sixth. He bowled oh, that. He yeah. bowled that. You wanted to say Spurs. No, I didn't. Well, I don't believe Spurs are going to finish fourth. Um, it was whether. Oh, fifth. Oh, fifth. Fifth. I still. No, probably not. I would back Leicester to choke it again, and we could do. Mm. But realistically, I think we'll finish sixth. Jack, let's hear who uh, you're picking to be champions. Chelsea. I'm going for Chelsea. That's nice. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. Chelsea, City, Liverpool. Go Leicester fourth. This is the year that they do it. Wow. Oh, you know, with or without Madison? Um, with Madison, I believe he stays. Oh, I don't think he takes that downward step to Arsenal <laughs> in this stage of his career. Um, does that take me on to fifth? Yep. Fifth, I'm going... Shit, who have I missed out there? No one's significant. It's fine. I reckon I'm going Villa fifth. They've had a decent season. I think I'm going to be Boyd. So Liverpool aren't in your top five? Oh, shit, no. Hang on a minute. He put Liverpool in, and at least United I, is missing. I, I, yeah, I thought I had Liverpool third, United fourth. All right, so you, you had Leicester fourth. That's it. Leicester yeah, fourth. no, it's, it's Man United. United, United fifth, then Villa sixth. All right. I did actually have it planned out, and I just lost my way. <laughs> City top for me. Chelsea second. United third. Liverpool fourth. Leicester fifth, Mikel Arteta's tricky Reds. <laughs> nice, days. nice. <laughs> After the garbage last season, six points off top four. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't trust Spurs. Um, no. I I think Nuno's going to second guess himself. I think he's going to start with the four, and I think the first sign of things going wrong, he's going straight to that back five. Which, looking at Spurs centre backs could actually make them worse defensively. Um, Villa, I'll believe it when I see it with them um, and how well that goes because for a while last season, it did feel like they were one of the, they were one of the best teams in the country and then it didn't quite end like that. Um, and yeah, I've, just, I've got to have something to cling on to. I, I can't go into a season kind of <laughs> having cheering on for eighth place. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll stay again. I, I would still rather come out than have that conference league. So, uh... didn't the thrill of relegation like 
give you a bit of a hype last year. Well, we got big Sam to thank for that, called us rivals, and then it kicked us on a little bit. <laughs> and let's not forget, uh, in the Pulse's Christmas table, uh, we were second in the league. So, uh, <laughs> How did we forget that? Was... That would be in a Spurs honours list. They'd certainly put it on a mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put Carabao Cup finalists on. Like <laughs> hey, as, as, Luke, as Luke's just sort of reiterate, you've got to cherish these things. You've got to cherish them. You don't have to cherish a Carabao final. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, a quick mention to Aston Villa then. So, Sean, do you think they were right to replace Grealish with not one but several players? Obviously, you do have experience of this with uh, a certain Welshman. <laughs> well, hopefully they did a better job than than Spurs did. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that is probably right for, for Villa. They can kind of, if they get it right, they can almost do sort of like a Leicester um, and stabilise themselves as a as a top like, 10 club and get into Europe and so on. So, yeah, I, I think so. You trust Dean Smith? Not necessarily Dean Smith, but... I think the, I don't know, the wider team or the, the recruitment team or so on, I think they do quite a good job. So, TK, what did you think about the chairman speaking directly to the fans, that video they released? I thought, I agree with the people who said it was good, but I can't remember who I said this to, but I said to someone, the problem is we're going to end up in a situation where they start doing this for like an average squad player now. I mean, oh, that's great to see, isn't it? A little bit like, you know, when like a legendary former player wouldn't celebrate against his old club. And then you had John Joe Shelby not celebrating against Liverpool. Well, come on, we've got to draw a fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> and we have the same thing. We have the chairman's look, we really didn't want to sell um, Douglas Louise, but, you know, we had to. And then, so I, I thought for this one, it was actually, it was a good touch, good PR move from the club. Yeah. Just as long as we don't, this doesn't become a, a thing. The, the best thing about it was saying they said it at a value they didn't believe any other club would meet. And then City are like... Hello, you know you're dealing with here. <laughs> they, I, I do think that the school of thought that you buy several players for the money, you're all one player for the money, does kind of depend on the club. Like, would Villa have been able yeah. to pull in another hundred million pound player? Probably not. So the way they've done it fits them, and also I think the actual the person on paper, the personnel they've got, it does look like they've spent the money pretty well. Yeah. Now, Danny Ings coming in for thirty million pounds. Does that not seem high for anyone else? One year left on his contract. Was he 28 years old? Bad injury record. <laughs> it does, but I he think... is also a guarantee. Yeah, and I think it he... sounds like it sounds like Villa lost the game of chicken in terms of. I think it was very clear they had a clear mind on who they wanted. The opposition on the other side of the table knew that they really wanted him, and they just stood their ground. It was like, "Villa, well, we got this money to splash," and they didn't want to didn't want to waste time. So, I don't. I think they just lost the negotiation battle. But yeah, it is expensive for one. Of them. This is also. Negotiated. A, I this think is also like, thirty mil. It's also a good uh, a good exercise in perception. This because I read earlier that it was twenty five million. I thought, oh, that's a good deal. And then you said thirty million. And I suddenly think, oh, that's a bit steep, isn't it? Five million pound swing apparently is enough in my mind to go from, oh, that looks a decent deal to, oh, I'm not sure about that. Well, I, I just think last... he's, with his age, with his age, anything over 25, I, I'd say, uh, with the sort of age that he is, I'd sort of say 
a player of that like it's it's similar with Trippier, isn't it? Because if Oof. United spent if United spent thirty million on Trippier, we'd be like. Yeah, like I can't remember who it was you asked. I was it was Go. It was Go actually. You asked the question about it specifically. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, uh, he, uh, and he he. I think he said if it were. I think he went with twenty five million. It's a good deal, and thirty million. It's steep. I think when you've got a player of their similar sort of age. How how old is Ings now? He's thirty. No, he's not thirty yet. He's not thirty yet. No, twenty eight. Oh, that that actually sounds a bit better now. I, for some reason, I thought he was in his thirties. Trippier's thirty-one, I think. Yeah, great creepiness. Yeah, so he's twenty-nine uh, now. Actually, he turned twenty-nine a fortnight ago. Okay, he's twenty-eight till he's twenty-nine. Yeah, I mean, but, Kane's I mean, twenty-seven. Danny Ings has is, is, is got nearly twenty less goals than Lacazette over the last four seasons. Really? I mean, I'm assuming he's played significantly less games. Does that not play into it? But he's at least shown he can play games now. If if he had on the back end of that had been he's had one did, did, the season did, that we all look at is the twenty five goal season that he had uh, not this season the season before yeah that's basically what we we judge Ings on when we think about it thirteen can goals you, last season. That, can you give he me also that? Also, does stat. carry the, the yeah. weight for Southampton as well, doesn't he? Like if yeah, he's not scoring, sure. who is so, scoring the goals? Can you in, give the last that four season, in the last four seasons, Danny Ings has scored 48 goals. In the last yeah. four seasons, Lacazette has scored 65 goals. Is that across all that is across all competitions, is it? I've, I've just got a stat in front of me. I don't have a... This is an injury record, isn't it? I'm guessing. I'm still I'm still like that that's what that's put me on the deck. That has. That's that, that is, I genuinely hey, look, that we, we've tried, that we've tried that. Luke, the pig isn't as bad as he thinks. In, in, no. He, he does Danny need Ings, the pig a bit more. Yeah. Danny Ings has 12 more appearances in the Premier League than Lacazette with five more goals. Lacazette has five more assists. So the, the game yeah, in, the current, in the current market, you aren't getting a player like Danny Ings, I don't think, for much less than what they paid there. I, I just don't no, think you are. No. And, and look, the, the market is obviously inflated, but I think they've paid what they've had to to get a, a decent Premier League striker. Do you not think they've kind of dug their own grave with the fact that they want James Ward-Prowse, they've now had two bids rejected for him. When you pay £30 million for Ings, you're kind of setting the Ward-Prowse valuation yourself. He's got three yeah, years yeah. left on his contract, he's younger. It seems like you're not doing yourself a favour there. No, and I think they take be... one from Southampton. That's probably the one you take. I think you can get a 15 goal a season striker probably cheaper than you can get Ward Price. Mm. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I think a proven Premier League striker is hard to come by. I think no, no, not proven Premier League can find um, someone like a Ward Price. I think he's a good player, but I think a, a good scout in the department will find someone like him. Ward Price should at least have some resale value if he kicks on. Your other problem is obviously once you've taken one player off him, that the price of the yeah. other one goes up even more because they're like, well, we've just sold you one key player. Yeah. So, yeah, look yeah. <laughs> I think Southampton and Villa both come away from that deal feeling like they've won it. Which is, as we've said before, is signing a good deal, isn't it? If you both feel you've won. Yeah, do you, do you not think the speed at which the deal happens? We can only assume that it was very quick because 
things get out these days, if there'd been a bid in war, we would have heard about it. Mm. Um, it seems like Southampton kind of put a value on the table, and I don't know if because this broke the same day that the Greenish news broke, but it wasn't announced, wasn't it? Do you think this was a case of PR, as you just said previously? Get some good news in while the bad news is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems exactly that, doesn't it? Um, what do you think is a fair price for James Ward-Prowse if they were to go back for him? You're, uh, you're, we're getting dangerous to encroaching on that tweet that you hate, Luke. So we say, no, oh, look, well, he's not worth fifty million, but to Southampton, he's worth fifty million. So that's what it is. Well, yeah, so that's why I said like a, a fair price because if you look at the valuations, I mean, Ben White fifty million. 30 million for Danny Ings, Tammy Abraham being spoken about at 40. I'd say in around the sort of 30 mil mark for what price myself. Yeah, I, I thought you were about to say 60 then. So, uh, <laughs> far, I mean, far, he takes far, a good free kick, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think um, Villa would probably be a decent step for him as well. Um, there we go. I, I think they do need a midfielder for sure. That's probably somewhere they need to strengthen. So it'll be interesting to see what they do because the chairman did kind of say, well, look, I mean, that money we spent, that was to replace Grealish rather than the Villa fans who'd been saying the whole time, this is as well as the Grealish money. That's what you've got to understand how rich we are. <laughs> interesting. All right. Sean, who will be the Premier League top goal scorer this season? I will give that to Kane again actually no Salah change it to Salah you're trying to drink Salah or <laughs> no no I just thought about this Kane thing could get murky either way like if he doesn't if he stays with there, it doesn't Afcon pay for as well what did you say sorry with Afcon as well oh I forgot about Afcon yeah, oh. so did I when I made a bet with oh, that... <laughs> maybe all right, maybe I'll change it to Lukaku then. Tika, who do you think scores? Who do you think has a higher number of goals and assists this season? Uh, Pepe or Grealish? <laughs> Good question. Uh, goals and assists. I think Pepe will score yeah. more goals than him. Goals and assists. I've got a £20 bet on with Charma that Pepe has more goals and assists than Grealish. It- that could come in for you, in fairness. And I forgot because, about the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. I mean, I know not what you just asked, but when you talk about Liverpool's chances, by the way, and people potentially not being optimistic, I do think it isn't really getting talked about that Salah Romani could be missing for, you know, whatever a month here, which yeah. basically would, would piss all over Liverpool's season. So that could also yeah. be why Liverpool maybe aren't overly optimistic and, and don't seem to be doing much about that, which is an odd one. No. Um... I think this is going to feel like uh, the older days where teams really were hit by it. Like in recent yeah, times, yeah, yeah. it hasn't been too effective. I mean, well, we like, benefited from, they moved it to summer for that one year, didn't we? So Liverpool would have been hit yeah. by it before, but they moved it for that year. And then, so there's not really been a significant period where that would have... You look like Leicester will lose Iheanacho, will lose Party, Abama Yang, El Nene. Mm. Interesting. Uh, or City will lose Mares. Yeah, will lose <laughs> Palace will lose Zahar. Very intriguing. Um, I agree with Sean that Salah gets the top goal scorer. TK, do you agree with that sentiment? In 
in a season where we didn't have the African Cup of Nations, I'd probably go with it. I think he's the surest bet. But I think with that in mind, I think I think Kane will go to Man City and I think he'll score a lot of goals. So I'll go with him because he's not missing a month of the season. Uh, Jack, Although with those ankles, think? maybe he will. Yeah. <laughs> I think it all hinges. Yeah, I think it all hinges whether Kane goes to City or not because I think we all know that move's coming. Is that opening day fixture, City versus Spurs, looms large? I'm less and less confident that that move happens. I thought it would have happened by now. Um, I think Lukaku, I've got to back him. So we're going to win the league, and I think we're going to do that through his goals. Um, TK, how uh, how many weeks into the season is Jack calling Lukaku a pig? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it will take long. I do not think it will take long. <laughs> The one, that I, as much as I do think he'll be a hit at Chelsea, and I think they'll do very well, a lot of the Chelsea's problems have stemmed from when teams are able to sort of cram in and, and Chelsea can't break them down. And I don't think he helps that all the time. I think sometimes he, that was some of his Werner problems at Man United at times. So, sorry? Werner should help with that. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, them in cohesion with each other should be the fix. I know, but yeah. I think there are going to be games where. Chelsea fans will be getting frustrated with Lukaku because he's going to do some of the things he does and Chelsea aren't going to be able to break someone down. I think that he's a frustrating player to watch if it's not coming off. Yeah. Uh, Alex, who's your pick? Um, I feel tempted to go rogue here just because everybody else has sort of said where my mind was at already just to keep things interesting. So um, it does take it, a bit of showing up when you tell us it's going rogue. <laughs> yeah, but you don't fire right out there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you say I don't really mean what I'm about to say. It doesn't quite have the same effect, you know. Yeah, Kane goes City. City uh, Kane is top scorer. Uh, that that is my that is my opinion. But uh, was I want to I, I want to throw <laughs> I want to throw uh, Sun Human into the mix. I think uh, I think you can't rule him out of getting uh, if Kane goes. Um, and he is our out-and-out number one guy up front, which you can't rule out because I think getting a replacement for Kane um, is going to be difficult and one that's successful, if that. I think people forgetting how decisive and uh, clinical some human could be. And he had an incredible start to the season last year. did fizzle out, as certain people predicted it did, were, uh, predicted it would, but now that he hasn't, we haven't really got Kane to fall back on, um, and you start to sort of build that forward line around him more. I would like to sort of see what more potential he's got in him. So I'll throw some human into the mix. Sean, who is going to be the most improved player this season? I'm talking a Lingard star renaissance. Oh, go for Danny Alley on the Lingard renaissance theme. I'm going Donny van der Beek. TK, what about you? Was this question on the thing? No, I just uh, no, no. You've 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 thrown us thrown us out there, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I, I did think Danny Ali. As soon as you said that, was kind of in my in my mind. I, I don't know if this is an improvement, but maybe a continuation on the trajectory he was on. I think Willock could yeah. have a good season in a in a Newcastle team I don't fancy very much. I think he could stand out. We'll get on to relegation picks in a second. We certainly will. Jack, is Timo Werner your man here? I want to back him. I still... 
It feels like Stockholm Syndrome, that does. Yeah. I actually, before the Lukaku thing, I thought if Werner was going to be their main man, I thought at some point this is just going to click for him. Because he's kind of doing everything but scoring. I feel like at some point one of them will go in and he'll just go on a run. But now he's not the main guy. I do, I do wonder if he'll just kind of be stinky forever. I think um, like that, inside, that inside left position is mounts every day of the mm. week as well. So it's kind mm. of like, where does he play? Yeah, exactly. Alex? <sighs> Struggling with this one. Uh, I'm tempted to go Undumbele just because out of uh, Sean's take on Undumbele <laughs> Deli Alex. Jesus. <laughs> Almost spiteful. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, relegation picks. Does anyone have someone that isn't a newly promoted side yeah. that they're picking yeah. to be relegated? I've got two. Go on. So my relegated, my three relegated sides are Norwich, Southampton, yep. and Newcastle. Oh, there you go. You pick Newcastle to relegate every year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just feel like <laughs> they're not very good, and uh, I feel like Bruce just gets hammered, and at some point, it's just, he just can't take it anymore. The poor He's guy. He's getting a new deal. I mean. It, the only people who don't hammer is employers, but everyone else yeah, absolutely yeah. hammers Steve Bruce. Uh, Jack, and Newcastle, one of your sides as well. Nah, Arsenal were. Uh, I think they're going down. It's sort of kicking you from the core. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Norwich, pretty football, but we'll get relegated again. Um, I'm also going to go Watford. I think Brighton. Watford bottom for me. Yeah, I think wow. Brighton. Just Brighton or Crystal Palace, maybe the Roy Hodgson curse of what eyes too big for your belly, wanting more than above your station. Getting rid they're of they're making some good signings. They are, but I think I mean, Vieira really the guy. If Billy mm. Gilmore's as good as Chelsea fans say he is, Norwich might be in the top four. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, anyone else have a Newly, anyone outside of a newly promoted side, Jack or Alex? I've Crystal I've Palace. Got, sure. Yeah, well, I've I've got Palace as well. Yes, yeah. so I've I've got Palace, Watford, Brentford. No one trusting them Palace boys. There seems to be a lot uh, of hype about Brentford at the moment. Patrick Vieira doesn't make it to the end of the season as manager. Now I think that actually could be true. I've not got Palace yeah. in there, but I think he could get binned. Yeah. We, yeah. Not quite. Um, What's his face? Not quite the ball, but yeah. I, I could see it. I think with Ali, Sean, the reason I, I think Brentford, I do think that Tony will adjust to the Prem and score yeah. enough goals that they should win enough games, I think. But you are probably right. It is weird that they're not been, they should probably be favourites to go down outside of maybe. Oh, I just think it, it was a weird appointment from the off and it came out of nowhere. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is, it is an odd. It, it, they've tried for a couple of others first and then they reject him at the last minute. Alex. Before we uh, yeah. call it a day, what is your bold prediction for the season? <laughs> Jose Mourinho to return <laughs> to save Arsenal from relegation after Arteta gets binned after third of the season. <laughs> TK? Bold prediction. I've got one if you need a little time. Yeah, go on. Just a sec. You, you give me Everton yours. to still be battling relegation in the final weeks of the season. Blimey. I think they're in a world of trouble. I like that. I like that take. Yeah, that, that could be. 
<laughs> I don't think they'll be relegated, but you think they'll be in the fight. There'll be enough where Sky have them in their little thing with the showing their fixtures. What was um what was Alex's famous bold prediction? United. United for just everything in the same everything. season. Yeah, Champ- Marino, Champions League, United. Premier League. And I don't even think he knew he was doing it at the time. <laughs> he did also do a look for a wild card for the Champions League. Yeah. PSG. PSG, yeah. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, I explained myself there and it was all right. <laughs> you explained it. It doesn't mean we 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 took it. Uh, Sean, do you have a bold prediction? Yeah, mine is to... Uh, Liverpool and City to have poor seasons. You've got them both in your top four. Didn't you have Spurs? Uh, you had Spurs second. No, you had, Spurs, mm. uh, you had City first. No, I didn't. Yeah, I just Spurs in the myself. top four. He had, he had United, yeah. he had Chelsea top. I said, I said he had them third. I corrected yeah, myself. Yeah. So I'm classing that as a, and they don't win anything. That's so you're saying so you're saying there's going to be a decent gap in the points between uh, United and Chelsea at the top and Liverpool and City? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe a, a good enough gap, but I'm saying that they don't win anything. I, I, I'm sort of saying they're they're out they're out of the race with a third of the season to go. Yeah, CK, do you have a prediction? I've got a feeling United are actually going to be top for quite a while. I'm going to say like midway through the season they're, they're going to be top, and I think they'll but I think they'll collapse. But I think we'll we'll all be very concerned that they're going to actually do it. That would be quite nice though to have the collapse. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the hope that kills, and that's what we want. And Jack, do you have one for us? Yeah, Leeds to finish above Spurs. That's not bad. I actually do think Leeds will have a good year. Mm-hmm. Who uh, who else do you think they'll finish above then, if they finish above Spurs? I don't know. Oh, that was my bold prediction. Don't ask me for my method. Are you saying that they finish above Arsenal as well? I think that's a given, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a possibility for sure. See what uh, happens in the rest of the window. We in AFC Bell, we trust. <laughs> I think we'll talk about Messi uh, unless anyone wants to do a kind of in depth. Now we can do it more next week once the PSG deal is confirmed. Yeah, all the Sp- all the Spurs deal. Come on. Yeah, all that. <laughs> but, just in closing, then, uh, Movie Man this, this week, Alex, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes against Matthew McConaughey's Gold. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, uh, definitely uh, a, you and me both agree on this, definitely a bit of a, it, that, that trilogy doesn't get enough love. I watched the first two in the last week. Uh, Apes on machine guns, uh, apes on horseback with machine guns is all all you need for me. <laughs> you could have so sold it go. a little bit. <laughs> me and Keenan will be doing that. And let me just say, the matchups for Movie Madness Season Four are looking spectacular. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on as well. But until then, the thank you ready. for listening. Huh? The audience isn't ready for Season Four. They're not. But thank you again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. We'll be back next week with, well, the first week of the season over with, so I'm sure there'll be some overreactions. Tune in then. We'll be back. Goodbye.